Heavenly Father, we come to you this morning, Lord, trusting you for the blessing, trusting you to feed us, Father, and and, uh, choosing to believe your promises, Lord, to believe your word. Pray that you would be with me as I speak. God, my lips, Father. <clears throat> pray that pray that you would give each of, of us a, a blessing, Lord, today through this meditation and through the rest of the service, Lord. Bless our visitors. Pray you'd meet their needs as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for those prayers. Well, my text is in uh, Hebrews 11. Title of this meditation is Seeking God in Faith. born out of a need in my own heart and I trust that we can it can minister to the rest of you as well we'll start reading well Yeah, Hebrews 11, verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts. And by it, he being dead, yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found, because God had translated him. For before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, 
and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world, and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith. By faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed, and was delivered of a child when she was past age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky and multitude, and as of the the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they might have had opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly. Wherefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. By faith Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he that had received the promises offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in Isaac shall thy seed be called, accounting that God was able to raise him up, even from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was a dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. By faith, Joseph, when he died, made mention of the departing of the children of Israel and gave commandment concerning his bones. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians, as saying to do, were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed, about seven days. By faith the harlot Rahab perished not with them that believed not when she had received the spies with peace. And what shall I more say? For the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson, and of Jephthah, 
of David also, and Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead, raised to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, moreover, of bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not worthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise, God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. So there we have... Just this chapter just touches on a whole list of people that acted by their faith in God <clears throat> and I think that can really that should be an encouragement to us. especially as we see the circumstances some of them faced. Um, Many of them a lot more difficult than what we might be facing today. Yeah, verse 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence. If things not seen. thought I was going to pull something out of that, but I cannot think now.
what that was other than <clears throat> as we look at Abraham, we consider him the father of the faithful. And um, it says there in verse 11 through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed well it was for Abraham as well it looked impossible I mean there was nothing no natural circumstance to indicate any possibility that they could ever have a child but as it says there in the end of verse 11 she judged him faithful who had promised Abraham also judged him faithful who had promised A few verses, you don't have to turn to them. Promises to those who seek the Lord in faith. Second Chronicles seven fourteen. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Jeremiah 29, 13. And ye shall seek me and find me when ye shall search for me with all your heart. God rewards those who diligently seek him in faith. Then Matthew 7, verse 7. 
Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and to he and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Notice he basically he basically says the same thing twice. So I think that's worthy of our attention. Luke 18, 1 to 8. You can turn to that if you want to. say uh, well I'll read the first verse here and he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint I, I uh, find that a real challenge in my own life um finding myself fainting instead of always praying. But that is, the Lord knew that we would have that tendency and that's why he brought that up. Verse 2, saying, There was a, in a city a judge which feared not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city, and she came unto him, saying, Avenge me of mine adversary. And he would not for a while. But afterward he said within himself, Though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, Hear what the unjust judge saith. And shall not God avenge his own elect, which cry day and night unto him, though he bear long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth? We uh, see there in verse 7, our prayers might not be answered right away. But then it does say in verse 8, he will avenge them speedily. When the time is right, nothing will stop him from answering those prayers. But then at the end of verse 8, there's, there's a warning there. Shall he find faith on the earth? Are we going to stay faithful? Or are we going to faint?
Let's turn to uh, Hebrews chapter 3. There's some warnings to those who draw back here in Hebrews that I thought it would be. I don't want to uh, dwell on those, but I think it's good if we look at them and and consider that. <clears throat> Hebrews 3, 7-19 Wherefore, as the Holy Ghost saith, today if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation, in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works forty years. Wherefore I was grieved with that generation, and said, They do always err in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So I swear in my wrath they shall not enter into my rest. Take heed, brethren, lest there be in any of you an evil heart of unbelief in departing from the living God. But exhort one another daily, while it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we are made partakers of Christ, if we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast unto the end. While it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation. For some, when they had heard, did provoke, albeit not all that came out of Egypt by Moses. But with whom was he grieved forty years? Was it not with them that had sinned, whose carcasses fell in the wilderness? And to whom swear he that they should not enter into his rest, but to them that believed not? So we see that they could not enter in because of unbelief. I find that a challenge to myself. I feel like I can be too much like those Israelites that focused on what what they didn't have and what they thought was wrong and what instead of praising God for what he had done for them for the great deliverance he had done for them he led them through the Red Sea and then the Egyptians were drowned when they did the same thing But do I thank God for what he has done and uh, um, And then proceed to make supplication for what I feel that I yet lack? Or do I just murmur and complain? It's it's a real challenge. Philippians 4 verse 6 says, Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. 
There we have a promise. If we can commit everything to the Lord with thanksgiving. Then uh, it also speaks in here in Hebrews of the promise of rest and consolation. Going on in Hebrews chapter 4. Let us therefore fear lest a promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. I might just skip over some of this here for the sake of time. Again, verse 7, Again he limiteth a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time, as it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterward have spoken of another day? There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. In verse 14, Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Then uh, Hebrews 6, verses 10 through 20. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have showed toward his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end, that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. For when God made promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater he swear by himself, saying, Surely a blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thee. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. And that's, we have trouble doing that sometimes, patiently enduring. But, That is a requirement. Sometimes it may be a long time, sometimes not so long. But do we patiently endure? 
do I patiently endure. For men verily swear by the greater, and an oath for confirmation is to them an end of all strife. We're in God willing more abundantly to show unto the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel, confirmed it by an oath, that by two immutable things in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil, whither the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus, made an high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. So I guess that's what I'd like to leave with us, is that we have a strong consolation and are we fleeing to that refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us which hope we have as an anchor of the soul so that's what we want we want our souls to be anchored and the anchor is that solid rock Christ Jesus is that where our hope is or do we do we grow faint and start looking to other things for our hope. When, as we all know, those things quickly let us down. Or other people. Other people will let us down, too. But God is the anchor. Christ is our anchor. I guess that's all I have. Hope that can encourage each of you.